Hello and welcome to EOSPod, um, a music thing that no one gives a shit about. Um, Nat's not here because he's in Spain somewhere, getting lost looking for friends. <laughs> so it's just myself, Alex fucking Owen, and then to my left is... Oh, I'm, I'm Sarah. Yeah. Hi. Just Sarah. I there. thought I was going to get an intro there. No, no intros No today. funny intro. No funny intros. Oh. Um, I often do a shitty intro, like, oh, to my left and to my right is muscular oil boy Nat. But it's not fun when he's not here because I can't personally insult him. I don't even like music. I just do this podcast so I can insult Nat. It's kind of a free kind of... So we can spread spread the insults to everyone. It's gotten bored just within our friend group. Yeah, well... We need, we need to share it. We need to spread it because we've got no friends to We're spread it We want to change our with. genre. Um, to my left is Sarah Stinson. Um, I can't think of a nickname. Um, don't dox me. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's alright. Bleep, your... bleep it out in the post edit. It's not even your real name. No. See? Um, no. I can't be fucked. Um, so this week we are we only reviewed two albums. We were going to skip a week because Nat wasn't here, but I thought, fuck it, we'll just go with it. Um, we're going to tell you where Nat's gone because he was actually meant to send us some kind of like feedback <laughs> and stuff, but he's fucking useless. And he's probably getting lost in Spain and he probably works for the drug cartel now or something. So Nat's gone off to this thing in Ibiza. It's Ibiza Road Trip. It's like called um, Hard Rock Road Trip to Hell or some shit. The lineup, it's literally from the 9th to the 16th of May. Which, that's pretty long. I don't know if it's just like them, um, they cycle. I don't know, maybe they're what? just on their bikes or some shit. I don't know. Essentially, these guys put on loads of festivals around like Europe and that I find. Um, I don't really like their lineups. I don't really care. Um, they always seem to be giving away tickets, I find. Yeah, slightly suspicious. Always giving away tickets. Slightly sus. Um, so the lineup is Taurosis, um, which is like kind of Viking, North metal band. And then a bunch of bands I've never heard of. They've got Evil Masquerade. Don't know who they are. I've heard of Evil Scarecrow, um, Nick Borg, Massive Wagons, Potus Snibs, Wrecked of Blues, Tequila in the Mockingbird, but bird spelt. Mockingbird. Because <laughs> that's already a book. Yeah. A cocktail recipe book. Got it. Rising. So, uh, you know when you just look at, when, you get, like, when you've heard of these unknown festivals... And there's like a band you recognise and that one band is the band what would be like on the third stage, that a big festival. And then you're like, am I really going to spend all this fucking money to see these bands I've never fucking heard of? I know people go, well, that's the whole point, discover new bands. There's a difference between discovering new bands who are brand new, only been going for a few years, to new bands who I've never fucking heard of. Yeah, these, these are like semi-established level, but they haven't. But you're not done that well for yourself, lads. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I was booking a festival, I would be like, I at least need some... I'm not saying, oh, I need fucking Guns and Roses in my fucking bedroom. But you want, like, at least... If you're going to do a little lineup for what last two days, you want at least that lineup for those two days. You want at least three big-ish semi-bands. Yeah. Well, like... Kind of small venue capacity. Yeah, well, well someone obviously likes this because I think PHRH has got a lot of festivals going on, even like all throughout the year. It's because their fucking budget's been really small, so they can do that. They're because just giving away tickets. 
They're just giving away tickets. Fucking <laughs> loads of small bands. Yeah. Like, I know they've got one in November in Wales. Um, where they've got, like, Saxon, Dead Daisies, Girls School, and Michael Schwetz or something, the crazy guitar dude. See, that, I was like, like fair enough. You've got, like, some established bands as headliners, but when you've got, like, personally really piss-poor headliners, like, you're not going to see me travel there. But end of the day, if people are there having fun, I'm glad you're having fun. I don't want to, like, piss on your parade. I'm just very grumpy today, and unfortunately, heavy whatever they're fucking called, uh, taking the brute of it. Alex, Alex needs to have a strop. Oh, fuck. His little wine. Fucking always there. Now, looking that lineups download. Woo! Very big different thing because multi-million pound corporation compared to very small festival. I don't care. Um, so Who are you excited for, Alex? Lots of bands. Now, Give me your top five. Well, I was segueing, segueing. In, in ten, ten seconds. Top um, five. No, 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 and no. We're going to do a download <laughs> special because essentially we get, we're going up on the Wednesday. So we're going to do a kind of short special where it's probably like an hour long compared to 40. So we're probably going to record that and then listen it, listen to it on the way up just because I jack off over myself speaking. <laughs> now, it'd just be if lifts and that sort, it'd be kind of funny to hear ourselves and be with our other friends us talking about bands. It'd just be fun. Yeah. And then they get to hear us insult that. Muscle Boy. <laughs> but yeah, they've just announced... Um, um, I forgot one of the band names. Napalm Death. Well, I know Napalm Death. That's what I was oh, typing. Oh, don't care about but the other one. The other one's like Wagon something. Cool for them as well. But there's a bunch of awesome bands now. I'm. It's going to be fucking awesome. More death metal. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at a Napalm Death interview from like 1989. And it had um fucking... Not Craig David. What's his name? The guy who's in white, um, red dwarf. Oh him, oh, um, it's like Len in Coronation Street now or something. Yeah, essentially the taxi driver. Um, Napalm Death did like their one of their tunes, what like two seconds long or something, and he's like, oh my god, what you? So what's your sound now? And the drummer's like, more death metal. Oh, it's, this is the BBC in '89, like. Fucking. <laughs> Fucking. What do they expect? <laughs> it's great though. It's like, you know, it'd be a good idea. We'll have Napalm Death. Fucking good. Metal to the masses. Well, fucking... Metal what's to his the name? Um, Joe's Holland can suck one. The amount of shit he promotes this day. Um, so we're um, speaking about two different albums today. We're speaking about Frank Turner's new album, Be More Kind. And Parkway Drive. That one, Sarah, you can speak. Reverence. Reverence, there we go. So we're going to go... Where do you want to go to first? Let's do... Let's, let's do Frank Turner. Let's... Okay. On to Frankie T, my boy. Frank Turner, be more kind. So yeah, it's Frank Turner's new album, Be More Kind. Um, I don't know what number album it is now. Um, I want to say fifth. You want to say fifth? Yeah. He's done way more than that. He's done... Um, but not on quite in like acoustic albums or something or like B-sides and well, shit. It's all acoustic He really. Like his first album was essentially him... With a small backing band. Yeah. That you was, do like your one so, album so no. and then you have like an acoustic version of it or like a different version. I don't care. He's never this. done. He's done that. Okay. He's done that one. I'm forgetting the names. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. that's it. We're Let's fu- get Spotify up. We're going on Fuck fucking it. Google because I know he's done the few. Frank Turner. Albums. Like one of my favourites is still the first fucking album. So um, he did um, Sleep is for the Week. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven. He's done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I think he's done seven. Then he did like a special kind of ten years one and that. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's his camp. That was a good. His EP in 2006 was really good. Um, I kind of like, my favourite for some reason is Sleep for the Week. I kind of like that stripped back, intimate vibe. It was really nice. Um, I haven't really listened to all his albums. Well, I've listened to all of them, but I'm not a crazy listener, but I like him. He's good. So I like Sleepers for the Week, Tep Tape, um, Tep Tape Cart, Tep, Tape, Tape, Tep, Tep, Tep Deck Cart, Tape Deck Cart. And then I really like Paul's songs from Negative People. I've seen him like live twice or three times now. I can't remember. Time flies. But he puts on a really good live show. Um... So yeah, but this one now, Be More Kind, it was different for me. Um, I know he was like mentioning he's trying something different. I definitely felt that. I was quite nervous at first because there are some songs on there where I felt like they're trying to get a bit more for the radio audiences to get them on over to him, which is fair enough bands to try that. We'll go on to Parkway Drive later where they've had more of a shift towards the mainstream. But overall, this song... A thing what I find with Frank Turner, he's like, I've not peaked, but he's had like, after Tep, Tep Descartes, um, Tape Descartes, obviously, God. Um, I found that since then it's kind of like, you get those bands where they have like a good release and then mm -hmm. everyone's like, can you do that times two? Yeah, that sort of like broke him really. Yeah, because after that he was, he was like selling out Wembley yeah. and stuff, which is really cool. I personally think... For a while now, he's got to a point where I really liked um, Paulus's songs for Negative People. But mm -hmm. it's like everything you pick and choose his songs. Yeah. So you get a bunch of songs because he's a songwriter, so he can like crack out the songs. Like here's some songs. There's somewhere I'm like they're better than that one. That one's a bit weak. Mm -hmm. And I find again with this one, there's some songs I really like, and there's other songs where I can miss. But I feel like he writes. He writes an album, mm -hmm. but he first. I think maybe in mind he's there like right. This would be really good live. Like, yeah. he writes, like, some all right bangers what go down well live, and the others are just filler. Mm -hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with that. After you've got, like, your seven albums in, what bands actually play their entire new album? Unless it's, like, a huge fucking hit, mm -hmm. they're not going to play their new entire album, or if their album's really bad and they hate their fan base, they will deliberately play their newer stuff to annoy <laughs> their fan base. Like Iron Maiden does. They play quite a lot of their new stuff. Um, I don't mind some of their new stuff, but everyone goes there. Like, I remember when I saw them the first time, it was mainly albums from the 2000 periods, and everyone's like, I came here I want, to... I want to hear the bangers. I want to hear the bangers, yeah. I want to hear Number of the um, Beast. And Frank Turner's aware of that. When he gigs live, he's always like, I'm here to entertain, even if mm -hmm. I don't really like the song. This one song could... This, this song, let's say, broke me and... Um, to like the masses and these people got into me because of this one song and if they've come here for this one song but then listen to my other songs it gets me into them he's mm -hmm. he really describes himself not as a well as a musician but more as an entertainer he yeah. always goes that like, he goes there to perform all mm -hmm. that stuff so i totally get that um some of my favorite songs in this is um well i thought we had one called be more kind but i'm gathering it should do let's go on spotify because Google's been a fuck. Yeah, see, it does have yeah. that. What the fuck are you doing, Google? Um, I'll type this in. So I really liked the title album name. Mm -hmm. Be More nice. Kind is really nice. It's really chill. It's just acoustic-y. 
nice bit of violins and it's really good it, mm -hmm. i think when he does kind of stripped back kind of acoustic stuff it really relates to me because i remember when my friend actually said oh you should listen to sky frank turner this is me back in secondary school when i was like getting into music in like the end of my school year so i was like 15 16 i really digged it and i still personally like his more stripped back stuff i understand why he's kind of developed this kind of back and band thing because some of those songs are great but at times I'm there like, oh, I just kind of want some of that old acoustic-y stuff. But it's his fucking music. He, he can do what the fuck he wants. Um, so I really like Be More Kind. That's really nice, chilled, beautiful song. Um, Lifeboat. See, I'm sure I've heard Lifeboat before from another album. So I don't know if he's like just added a bunch of different stuff to it. But I really liked Be More Kind, Lifeboat. Um, do, 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 do. I loved Bria Fierce. Bria Fierce? Bria Fierce was good. What's, how does that one go? You'd have to sing, but... Put on your brave face. Oh, that... Put on your brave face. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's good as well. Brave face. That was that was empowering. That was... Like, I'll make you brave, thanks. thanks yeah, her. but yeah, the minute you said that. <laughs> um, the first song I find for the album, Don't Worry, It's Alright, actually, it's kind of a typical first song for Frank Turner album. He has that kind of... kind of stripped back chilled and it picks up a bit, but it ends, just kind of settles you in. I, mm -hmm. I kind of just still can't believe with um, Tape Deck Heart, that first fucking song, just that fucking, it just blows your mind. It hooks you for that album straight away. With this one, I felt a bit like, eh. As I said, this is a good album, but to me, a good Frank Turner album doesn't have to be um, 13 amazing songs. It could have like three or four good songs and I'm content. Yeah. So I'll add it to my catalogue mm -hmm. of Frank Turner songs I like. So mm -hmm. I really like Lifeboat, Be More Kind... Brayface is pretty good. Um, I know he had kind of a radio-ish one, quite modern, let's say, with finger brackets, blackout. Um, the Afraid of the Dark one. Mm, you know, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. got like the kind of synthy background thing, yeah. and the kind of loopy drone. Mm. It's kind of a bit more guitar-y, like more... Because I know he's playing a bit more now of electric guitar, which is cool. Um, it's all right. It felt slightly forced sometimes. Like, it had a generic good Frank Turner chorus, but, like, the style, I was like, meh. But then, if he's experimenting with different things, that's cool. Um, I'm fine with that. Um, I'm going to let you speak now. I Thanks. know it's often me and that speaking, so for once... Thanks. The amount of speaking you're going to do is probably going to redeem all the other podcasts yeah, you've been I'm quite not, on. I'm not going to speak as much as Nat, oh, but, you know... Yeah. I think, I think we're all thankful for that one. Yeah. Uh, this, this isn't my favourite Frank Turner, not by a long shot. Oh, that's fair. Um, like, like you said, he's he's got a good few songs on this that you can like add to a back catalogue. If you're like, all right, want to go see him, I hope he does this one, this one, this one, but also like these from the past albums. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear this in full. Um. Like, something, something else I was thinking. Yeah. You know when you're at a party... There's always going to be that one twat with a guitar. Yeah. Just just shut him up and put Frank Turner on. He can substitute it for, you know, like, good little party song yeah, yeah. on a guitar. Well, don't, a, don't listen to your pal who can't half play Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> I, am I just going to take Frank Turner out of my pocket? I'm like, here you go, guys. No, no, just on, bung on the Spotify. On radio. Or or music listening alternatives. Yeah, he is. He's like kind of that slight teenage angst come to age aware acoustic-y, music. He just writes feel-good songs. Yeah. 
it's like because like I feel like with Frank Turner he was like that first person to be that kind of punky acoustic yeah folk guitarist vocalist yeah here like in the really UK made it re- mainstream the only downside of that is it's kind of made a new generation of annoying pricks with guitars yeah you're either trying to be a Frank Turner or an Ed Sheeran yeah like, I find Frank Turner, he's got his own thing. Yeah. Like, if he inspires people to pick up guitar and try stuff, awesome. But I feel like there's loads of people trying to mimic what he has, what yeah. he does. Like, there's yeah. loads of people, at first they start off acoustic like Frank Turner, mm-hmm. and they get a backing band. Like, yeah. if you're musically good and interesting, then I don't mind. But you get lots of bands mm-hmm. and just acoustic people. I'm like, oh, no. Like, if you speak to an acoustic person, like, oh, who do you like? Oh, I like Frank Turner, Ed yeah. Sheeran. Ben Howard and all that, and you're just like, oh, okay. I know, I feel it's hard for them not to get tired with the same brush, though. Yeah, because I try not to, like, compare Frank Turner to those people, because I really feel like he is generally just trying to do his own thing. Yeah, no, definitely. I think just because he started something, Mm -hmm. it's only a shame that what he's... How do we feel about Make America Great Again? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) That, I... It was all right. He's always kind of been slightly political, um, I feel like for Frank, like if it was other British people, I'd be like, yeah, I, because I'm one of those people politically, with, without turning this into like the fucking um, Soviet state radio podcast. <laughs> um, I'm quite neutral, like so. I weigh like um, I'm something. I'm not gonna tell my what I am. Um, about to say religiously, um, politically, I should have got my spreadsheets out and prepared for this type of shit. <laughs> but um, I even essentially, I am one of those people. I believe in that the only way to progress as a species that people should speak through conversation, mm-hmm. not throwing insults, trying to fucking like the left are really bad for like belittling the right and saying, "Oh, you're fucking racist, you idiots." But then the left have this kind of eco chamber. Where they're like, oh my god, you're you you're not in line with us. You you don't believe in our ideas. Yeah. So you are clearly in the wrong. Um, now, kind of linking this to Frank Turner in America. Hopefully, yeah. It's clearly about Trump. Yeah. I feel with Frank because he generally tours the US a lot. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why he's written this song because it's kind of like his second home. He's got tattoos of the states on him. Yeah. He regularly tours there. He toured there when he began. So all that kind of rambling there was kind of backing up to why I understand he's done this. I've kind of like, you have permission. I know uh-huh. like people argue that music should be political um, in certain ways, yes. But then you get certain songs where it's just really forced and it's actually you're just using mm-hmm. politics as a gimmick to try and make your music more intelligent yeah. than it actually fucking is. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. It's not a very good political song. No, it's, no, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think it's just a bit, meh, I could have, it, it would have, I've heard it and I don't, I just really kind of go, oh, okay. Like if it's, if it's for him to fill, fill, fulfill a political kind of, not a gender, but like a vocal point and his point of view. It's his mm-hmm. music. He can do that. I totally agree. Um, it's all right. I guess I just don't really relate because I'm not American. Half that shit going on over there personally doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think racism is an exclusive problem to America, though. Yeah, it's not. But yeah. Yeah. I don't want to delve too far into the politics. I appreciate that 
everyone has the right to well, voice like their opinion and like, that's the make, only way that there's going to be a change. Let's make racists ashamed of game and all that type. Yeah. It's just a bit cheesy. It's very twee lyrics and a very twee song. Is yeah. It comes from a good place, but I don't think it's well done. Yeah. It's very, just... very obvious. But then again, if you're, you have that like catchy chorus, that hook, yeah. you are making it accessible It's got Frank Turner written on it. Oh, yeah. It's just like... Something that he would probably play at a show mm-hmm. to get a bit of blood pumping. We were like, yeah. Yeah, go kick a racist in the head. Fuck those guys, blah, blah, blah. We're better than them. It's just like, meh, like, the song's a bit, it's a bit crap. I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, before people go, I'm actually left wing, so no, I'm not right wing. <laughs> I'm Antifa! Not... Ah! Yeah, they can get <laughs> fucked because violence solves nothing. Um, Sometimes you got to kick a racist in the head. No, you don't. You you speak and you hug them, and then they they like combust due to your <laughs> kindness. Um, what is love? What is love? Does Arr! not compute. Just go all fucking Dalek on us. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, um, if the House of Commons are looking for a new Lord or MP, I'm your fucking guy because I actually yeah no fuck all i'll get stormont running again i'll oh, get on boy hey um but Shut yeah up. um sum up make america great again i would have i don't know this album he's always done kind of long albums well not long because they're all acoustic it's not actually that long per se it's not like an hour two hours long yeah scroll up there it actually tells you it's 48, 48 minutes. minutes for 13 songs to be honest once again you know lately i've been like i wouldn't mind if an album was 30 minutes mm-hmm. I, I think 13 like... sounds like a lot of songs when you say it yeah but then you listen to it because some of them are a bit short. But then I feel there's a bit of filler in this yeah. album. You probably could cut it down to like ten. Ten, yeah, yeah. Ten eight, I'm and a... then you can have like your B sides of like yeah, some stuff. Yeah, like I think perfect way. If I had to like pick, let's say eight songs from this album, mm-hmm. I'd pick. Kind of don't worry, just because it sets you up. It yeah. kind of goes, here's an introduction to Frank Turner mm-hmm. in a short kind of sum up. Don't worry, um, be more kind, um, brave faces, lifeboat. So that's four. Um, 1933 is pretty cool. So that's five. Um, I guess there she is. I, I can think of six, but mm. I've listened to this album, but you, I haven't listened to it. You, you know. don't have to do the remaster here, Alex. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I just like to say I do really like Frank Turner. Yeah, yeah. I Frank, really like his back catalogue. Yeah, Frank, you are... Amazing. Don't like this as much. Yeah, like um, positive songs for um, negative people. I thought it was a really fucking good album. Mm. It was really... I, I got the album where it was the full band thing and he did a bunch of B-side acoustics. Yeah, yeah. I remember like, I one. remember the song, like, Mittens. Mm-hmm. And, like, cause I saw him live. We saw him live in Falmouth. And, yeah, like, was it 17, 16? That Princess Pavilion? November. November time. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really good, really good. Graduated. Mm, I, but, yeah. You, yeah, just because I'm not huge on this album... I kind of like the concept and the idea, but at the same time, I feel like it's a bit muh. Like, I really would like him to kind of... I know he probably hears this all the fucking time, go back to what you used to do. Mm-hmm. Don't go back to what you used to do, but I would really... Like, when Bruce Springsteen randomly out of the blue released Nebraska, 
It's just like he had his whole backing band and that. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, fuck it, here's an acoustic album. Yeah. It's just him. I would really like a full-on acoustic album again. Frank Turner. Yeah, you can have the backing band, but it's very just subtle. It's written mm-hmm. in with the music. Maybe like really folky and sort of go back to your sort of English patriotism. Yeah, yeah, in a weird way like that, but he doesn't have to be singing about the fucking river, what goes over the bridge in London's burning down. No, not as obvious as that. Yeah. But, you know, like... Totally. There's, there's a thing to grow up in England. There's something special about it, I think. And he sings about it really well. Um, teenage pregnancy and alcoholism. There you go. <laughs> um, so that's our idea of Frank Turner's new album. Um, if someone was getting... Okay, I always say this now. If someone was getting into this band, or well, this band, this person... Um, Frank Turner and Sleeping Souls. Um, what album would you recommend? Tape Deckard. I Wanna Dance. That is fair. Absolute banger. See, um, see, if someone goes, I want to know Frank Turner, I'd like Sleepers for the Week. Here's his first album. Yeah. It gives you a kind of introduction what he yeah, is. Even like but then if you said, bones. yeah, if you want a party, then as you said, Tip Tip Deckard. Tip Deckard. Tip Deckard. Um, um, so we're going to go on to Parkway Drive now. Um, we've, we've kind of... Complained about Frank Turner enough. Yeah, well, we probably went full talk because Nat's not here. And yeah. we're just trying to kill time for And people. no one wants to hear about, like, the Adagio and the Contempo and the Contraposto or shit of his guitar. Yeah. So. No one wants the music terms. Shut up, Nat. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's interesting. I like some of the music terms. It makes us come across slightly more intelligent. Yeah. Like, but, some um, of us know what we're going on about. Yeah. But, yeah, essentially, Nat, you're an idiot for getting drunk and slipping in the rock pool and scratching yourself. <laughs> but um, I hope you come back with, like, some awful disease so I can laugh at you. We look forward to your escapades. Yes. Um, so, on to Parkway Drive now, in a bit. It's Parkway Drive. Is this recording? I think it's recording. Yes, it's yeah. recording. It's Parkway Drive with... Reverence. Yeah, boy. Um... Fucking hell, this album's got a lot of people chatting, even though it's been out for a while now. Um, so our kind of background first, before we de- delve into an album, I, I don't really listen to Parkway Drive. I've seen them live at some festivals. I'm aware that they're good. Um, <laughs> they've got some, You're aware of their existence. I'm aware of them. I acknowledge them. I don't, they're they're I'm, a band. I'm not a Parkway Drive denier. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened. Not a thing. They ha- they don't have a bunch of albums out. They don't Australia exist. doesn't exist. Extru- <laughs> Isn't there a thing now? Like not flat earthers, but there's a thing where they believe there's like a quarter of the earth missing, and they believe know. the bottom half of the earth doesn't exist. So they're not flat out. They believe it's like kind of a shape. Yeah. But they feel like the bottom half doesn't exist. <laughs> like Antarctica, Australia. Yeah. Not a thing. Australia's a myth. Yeah. Like it is totally made up. I believe it. it. <laughs> <laughs> These anyway. just a thing of a fantasy. So my first introduction to Parkway Drive was their first album, Killing With A Smile. So I would have heard this 2009, 2010. My friend was like, oh, I'll give this a listen. I remember liking a song on it. This is when I was getting into music. So at the time, to me, I thought Iron Maiden was like heavy metal. They are technically heavy metal, but I thought Iron Maiden was really heavy. Then I got into Metallica and Megadeth, and I was like, oh, this is really heavy. 
Then I got into Slayer. I thought this is heavy. But I'm, I'm I'm now at the point where I listen to like death metal, black metal. So I've kind of progressed to realise, holy shit, Metallica, Iron Maiden's pretty tame. It needs to be heavier. It's always heavy, boy. But it's good though. <laughs> um, essentially, so this when I saw them, I saw that Sonosphere two thousand and ten. I saw them. Yes, um, fucking Sonosphere is an amazing festival. Um, downloads great. Um, because I've been going there for the last three years. Well, I'm going there for the third year. I went to Sonosphere two years in a row. Um, I liked their setup and that. But yeah, essentially, I saw Parkway when they played Sonosphere. They played the Deep Blue. The guitarist broke his leg. He was on stage doing spins in a wheelchair <laughs> playing guitar. I was really impressed. I feel really guilty that I haven't really gone on listened to them ever since. So then, my opinion of this new album may be kind of biased because I really like it. But then people are like, oh, but you haven't heard their older stuff, which may make you, what may have made you slightly jaded to what they've become, hmm. if that makes sense. So if I yeah. really was into them since 2010, I was used to that sound in this new yeah. album. because there is a bit of a diversion. Yeah. But not, not massively. Yeah, I really fucking like this album. Like, it's great now because now I, I'm really excited to see them at download this year. Mm-hmm. This will make me now go listen to their older albums probably now because I'll be like, I want to know what they kind of were. Um, they still sound like some of that stuff. They still yeah. got some brutality, like the, the shredding, the kind of vocal style. It's just a bit more. It's really, I know for a while, loads of people say this is a huge band. They're going to get somewhere. And you can mm-hmm. tell, as you were saying, um, they keep doing what they're doing. I would see this as a, a festival headliner. They'd be able to sell out stadiums. Yeah. They're really going for big stuff. That's why they've kind of trimmed some of the fat away from the this album. You can see they're trying to make it cater for more. When I say mainstream, I don't mean like fucking, um, fucking even though she's not on radio anymore, but like fucking Fern Cotton on Radio 1 and Annie Mac and all that jazz. It's, yeah. I mean like more mainstream rock metal a bit more like what I've been describing this album like there are weird five finger death punch nods so kind of mm-hmm. that type of style where because five finger death punch are huge in the states yeah. they're really big but they're still kind of heavy in their own way like yeah, proper prob- riffage probably get a, a play on Kerrang Radio with Lars Guest when you know you yeah. get the heavier stuff in the evenings yeah Stuff like that. Um, it'd be on like the Daniel P. Carter Radio One on Sundays, which yeah, is he's, he's awesome. On spot on. He is like sentient being awesomeness. Um, let, I'll let you speak about because you've clearly listened to Parkway Drive a lot more. Like you really like. Listen to him a bit more than you. I haven't heard their very first album, but I've heard I've listened to Deep Blue Atlas and I I really enjoyed Atlas. Um, but yeah, they've got a bit of a bigger sound with Reverence. Yeah. This, like a good stadium filling heavy metal band, mm. um, or, or or should we say metalcore, according to the all known Wikipedia. Yeah. Many thanks for my essays. Um, yeah. There's still, there's still that like screamo, scream, like with air quotations in it, that really heaviness, yeah. the chuggy guitars, but it's got it's... a slightly more melodic sound, and there's some. Nice clean vocals in it. Yeah. Um, definitely when I was listening to it, even though I haven't really listened to Parkway Drive, Parkway Drive, um, they have like this kind of cool guitar melody thing they always do. And I really, it kind of, tr- not triggered me, but it kind of remembered, made me remember some of that older stuff where they did these like really nice guitar kind of, 
harmonies in a way, but they acted like vocals. They went with the song really nicely. So that's still in it. What made me kind of remind me of like the Deep Blue Atlas and that slightly, mm-hmm. even though I haven't really gone and listened to them that much. Yeah. Um, this album's really good. Like, as I said, this wasn't just a bunch of songs put together. Mm-hmm. You could tell this was an album. Yeah. Like 10 songs, 42 minutes. See, that's fine. For like a metal album, or not metal, but you know what I mean. Like going back to Frank Turner, I don't know. Like it's crazy how those extra few songs can make you just go, "Oh fucking hell!" Mm-hmm. But like Definitely. with this, I feel like I just put it on. I'm like, "Yeah, cool." Like I feel like even though some people moaning about it, it's doing pretty good by the looks of it. The like the first single, um, the void. I was like, "Holy shit!" This is a tune like the guitar, the chorus. It's just like proper chuggy. Mm-hmm. It's just really good. Like it's still heavy but in its own way mainstream in a way like it could be popular like if a noob it not a newbie if someone was getting into this music this isn't something what would like just screaming in their face it really just overpowers the senses and makes mm-hmm. someone like really kind of timid and they run off yeah like the void was really good and it's like awesome song the build up but overall like the i think it's a really good song like not going back to whole Australia thing. Um, mm-hmm. I get some some of the lyric styles, like especially the last song. I get some like Nick Cave vibes, like a bit of spoken word and bit of spoken there. word. But also, there's quite there's some references to higher power, God, and that in some of the songs. Mm-hmm. But then that's that's a bit of a running theme to a lot of their lyrics. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember, I heard quite a bit of an ire. Is there? Yeah, I pe- I picked up on it. There's there's been a really nice progression throughout all their albums. Yeah, like a sign like, of improvement, like shaping their sound. Would you say or? Yeah, um, I want I want to say sort of like more mature and more formal. Like, mm. remember when you would have been in like the back of a bus on the way home from school or something, and someone would have showed you like a screamo band. Yeah, a little bit of them at the start, but then like. They've got so much, I want to say cleaner, but it's not. It's just like their sound has matured more. There's more to them. Because, like, you know, you get, like, those kind of people, like Groms. Yeah. And people like, do you listen to Eskin Alexandria, Parkway Drive, blah, blah, blah. I don't really see Parkway Drive as that type of band anymore. Like, I see that. As as you said, I think they're quite intelligent. Mm -hmm. They're good wordsmiths. They're good songwriters. Like, this album as a whole, like, 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 listen to this album. I'm I'm really excited to see them out and download. I may pick up some merch. If they, they look like a band will make really good merch as can't well. Can't wait, can't wait to like, get in a mosh pit. And Sarah someone. in the mosh pit. Never. I'm usually scared, but it makes me want to do that. You've got, it makes like, me want to, like, you may be burst small, through but some walls. You may be burst small, through some walls. but you can, like, oh, punching down walls, mate. Like, you could just <laughs> kind of, like... I don't know, like, do forward rolls through people's knees and, like, yeah. punch them in the nuts and then just run off, like, going, like, a yeah. little <laughs> leprechaun thing. I don't know. Um, really cool album, though. I really like it. Um, it's one of those albums what I've listened to in hall. Yeah. So I can't really be like, I like this song and this mm-hmm. song. I just like the album as a whole. It makes sense. Yeah, listen to it as a whole piece. Um, even, like, the last song, even though it's a bit kind of, oh, this is a bit different than spoken word, it kind of goes with the album, mm-hmm. though, in a way. Like, kind of closes. It's got a beginning, middle, end. Yeah. That was really, like, there's a beginning, middle, end. All right, Brown Cox. <laughs> 
fucking space boy here. <laughs> um, Our Lord and Saviour, Brian Cox. Knowledge is power. Um, do you like this album or do you like certain songs on this album? I really like this album. Like you, I can't pick them out. <laughs> it's just good as a whole. Yeah, because I've, like, I've listened to it all. But I've not been like, oh, this is a really good song. Uh, like, yeah. I'll go check the title of it. I've just thoroughly enjoyed it throughout. Yeah, that's the thing. I would just be like, play from beginning yeah. to end. Like, even like, one again, what I say, even in the background, mm-hmm. there's a difference to having something in the background for the sake of background or having something in the background to set the mood for background noise so you can kind of relax because it's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a type of album where... I was, horrible images where I'd be getting dressed and I'd just have it on and it's just like yeah. pretty cool to just kind of mm-hmm. shuffle to while you're just trying to look presentable for society mm-hmm. um, but yeah I really like this album I really can't wait to see them at download um, as you said I think if they release maybe one more or two more good albums even though like if we're going to be honest the Deep Blue um, era or whatever the, like so they're, the, the last four albums have been really good mm-hmm. If they get a fifth album that's really good, I would hope that festivals like download, yeah. give bands like this a chance and go, fuck it, let's just put them on the headliner slot. I be- think everyone's always sort of known of Parkway Drive, but I think this album's got everyone talking about them. Yeah, I think... Generating that hype. If they prove themselves at download... Yeah. And make a fucking buzz, I would hope like... Because it's bands like who've been going for such a while now, like Alter Bridge like um five finger death punch where they've got such a big following mm-hmm. it's like i remember it sounds crazy back in the day when people when download booked slipknot to headline 2009 people were like are you sure mm-hmm. loads of people were really unsure about it they're like oh i don't know about this they're not they're not worth it they're not good because everyone always thinks of like the old school bands what should headline but i'm yeah. like lads they're packing it in like mm-hmm. me and you literally yesterday got our tickets for the slayer farewell tour which is going to be fucking awesome slayer lamb of god anthrax and uh, Obliviate or whatever. Oblivion. Oblivion or something. Not Oblivion. Um, Obliviate. Yeah, something I can't pronounce due to my dyslexia or I'm just a bit brain dead. Um, so yeah, like so like bands like this like for download, you've got like, um, who have we got? We've got Avenged, who are pretty new. So they, they've, this, this is their, their second head, time. Second headline. Second time yeah. playing download. So there is a site download of booking newer bands like last year. They put Biffy on. Unfortunately, because they're kind of in that middle of like old E-Rock, mm-hmm. Radio 1, but they're good. People are kind of just like, because you get like the generic metalhead. If they're yeah. not, if they don't look like metal, sound like, or act like metal, they're like, oh, I won't listen to you, you're clearly not heavy. But then they're like, well, you're fucking dumb, mate. I wouldn't say Biffy's metal, like. No, they're But they're not. just, they're just art. They're just fucking amazing. Yeah. But going back to the whole thing of, I kind of hope over time when some of these bands pack it in, I'm like, I don't want them to pack it in. Like, I love Metallica. Yeah. I made a nap. There's going to be a time when they go. It's inevitable. Like, it's like one day this, this podcast will end. It could end next week. I could die. Like, shit dies and thing go on. things go on. I am your father speaking. This is the brutal truth of life. And I'm hoping that. Johnny, your goldfish has died. Not orangey shit. Um, <laughs> trailer Park Boys reference right there. Um, but I'm hoping bands like, as I said, we already got Avenged, but bands like Parkway Drive, Alter Bridge, Five Finger Death Punch. Mm. I think what really bothers me as well, bands like Lamb of God. Why the fuck have these types of bands not headlined these festivals? Because end of the day, they, they were willing, they booked Biffy because yeah. Biffy headlined Sonosphere. Thing is, the Sonosphere crowd 
fucking love Biffy. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's before Biffy was played more on the radio, so yeah. people saw them more as a underground mm-hmm. kind of rock band. But now, if you mention you've been played on radio one, people go, "Oh fuck, clearly not that good then." All that metal. So it's been on Radio One, like very rarely, but yeah. Radio One player. Yeah, in it, man. But I don't know. Like, I hope Parkway Drive get a really good crowd for download. Mm-hmm. I think they will. Oh, they will. It's and gonna it's going to be. It's going to be great. I think they're going to be one of the highlights of the weekend because there's going to be pits, going to be mental. They know mm-hmm. how to own the stage. It's going to be so fucking good. Yeah, I think uh, I'm tipping these guys for like maybe having the performance of the weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm not trying to challenge it. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, definitely one of them. I think there's going to be loads of smaller bands as well from like the smaller stages giving it shit. I think this is maybe the one that people are going to be talking about. It's yeah, like, probably. Oh, were you there? Like, were you, you there? It? I mean, like, sort of like, I'm like, were well, you there, there, there for Guns N' Roses? There'd be people like, I don't even like them because of the three hour set. Yeah. <laughs> I had no choice. No, I'm really I was like, for it was, Guns. It was basically free. Oh, it's going to be so good downloading. It's literally, if you look at it, it's the 17th today while we're recording this. Days. Holy fuck. So I'm gathering maybe the next podcast, maybe like a download. So it depends when we next do it. We may have to do another one, then another one for download. It'll probably actually be two more podcasts yet, I think. 21 days, that's three weeks. Recording this today, we'll be recording the next one. 17th, 24th, 31st. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll probably just do a download special. There'll be one before download, and then there'll be one after. Yeah, we'll probably just do a really long download special. Yeah. um, So we can just get really hyped about it. But overall, if someone was, like, introduced me to Parkway Drive, but Metal was quite new to them, I think this would be a good entry point. Yeah. This album, because it's not too much for someone new. No. And then they can go back, listen to the Mm -hmm. older stuff. But overall, like, it's a really good album. We've really liked it. So we're going to do the outro now. So in a bit. This is the outro. Well, thank you for listening for our, what is this, like our sixth episode? Fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth, something like that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We hope you have enjoyed. This is when people go, I really like this episode. And then all the rest are like, oh, we don't like it because of that guy called Nat. Yeah, I mean like. (laughs) We're going to peak now. Nat's not here. We're going to just be fucking number one on iTunes. Yeah, well, if... uh, you can let us know if you think that really is a twat and we should ax him. Write us a review. Give us a cheeky five stars and tell your friends. Yeah. Nat, <laughs> Nat's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, holy fuck. Yeah, this is what we actually think about you when you're not here. No, we uh, we, we we like you, Nat. We like you. I'm just a bitch. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, that's very tame, describing yourself. Mm. Um but yeah, it's, it's been cool. Um, I know we have to do three episodes, um, three episodes, three albums, but we've just been really busy. Nat was away. And we thought, oh, we'll just do two hours. End of the day, we've been, like, the last few weeks, I've just been listening to these kind of two albums. You've probably been listening to a bunch more stuff, like your awful pop punk Spotify homemade playlists. Yeah. But you've been listening to Parkway Drive a lot. What's wrong with Circa 2000s, very blink when it takes. Oh. Fuck off. But, um... That's shit. I don't really like them. I don't think it was really many albums out past Fortnite. Like it was, it was almost going to be Arctic Monkeys. We fuck got, that. We couldn't do that to ourselves. We like. We I'm couldn't not, do I'm that not to gonna, you. I'm not going to join the crowd and go. Oh, this album's shit. I've never liked Arctic Monkeys. Not because I'm Edge. I respect them. They're they're good. That writing songs. Alex Turner. Whatever. He's a good wordsmith. I just, it just doesn't tickle my pickle. 
I've heard this new album is shit though compared to the last. I think it's just because the crowd they've catered to for the last few years and now they've gone kind of like... It's probably since there's been like trans, such a gap between it anyway. And all that. That people can be like, oh, this is a bit different. Like, Because loads of people always describe like their last album, oh, it's Elvis impersonator. Yeah. This one's like a poor man's Nick Cave. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I just don't care. Like, I, I think as well, because I didn't get into music till my late teens. I mean, like, 14, 15, 16, I wasn't around for when Arctic Monkeys came out and everyone was like, oh. I didn't give a shit about them in the you game. You look out. good on the dance floors. It's like, I don't didn't care. didn't like that song, ever. It's just, it's just, I just don't care. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's not me trying to get anyway, married at them. Moving um, on. That's why we didn't review their album. That's, ex- that, yeah, we're just explaining why we reviewed two albums. Just... Descended into chaos if we had to talk about them. Essentially, even though loads of podcasts, some of them try to review albums what are popular but they won't like. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. I generally am not going to go out my way and listen to an album for two weeks that I don't fucking like just to slag it off because end of the day, who wins? Mm-hmm. I'm the dickhead who's have to waste two weeks of my time listen mm-hmm. to something I don't enjoy just to then slag it off. Yeah. I would rather kind of listen to something what. I know I'm going to kind of like. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean then it's going to be really good. It doesn't like, help anyone to put out a negative review, really. Yeah. Just like being salty over it because they're making millions. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. We don't. No. As I said, we're people in a fucking basement. Like, yeah. So who gives a Alex fuck? Alex Turner will never hear this. Yeah. No, he won't. He's too no. busy speaking about jazz and his dad and stuff. <laughs> he looked proper fucking junky on that anyway. one interview. Moving on. Yeah, so you're going to get, in two weeks' time, a download special, because it's nearly mm-hmm. download. So this podcast will come out the week before download. We travel up on the Wednesday, because we do five-day camping. Ooh, but um, we're going to try and make it, I think. It'd be cool if we make it maybe pretty fucking long, like hour and a half. Yeah. And we kind of discuss previous lineups, previous experiences, because me and you, Nat would just be there, like, oh... And then he'll probably talk about the time he went as a volunteer. <laughs> well, that that's dra- a good that story. Drown load sixteen, where he lost his shoes and he had to wear cardboard. He's just a bit of a scrub lord. Um, but yeah, we're gonna kind of be like, oh, you should check out these bands and these mm-hmm. bands. If you're not going, you're gonna listen to it. I'm yeah. gonna tell people in the podcast if they're traveling up. I would like them to save it to listen to while yeah. they're traveling up because that'd, that'd be, be cool. pretty neat. Um, I, am I, am I, Maybe I'm some it. tips for like who to check out. Yeah, I'm excited to check out some other podcasts just talking like about download, download survival 101. Um, don't take that. There you <laughs> go. You're fine then. Um, yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Hopefully, you enjoyed us. Um, as usual, please um, check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud. Leave a review. We're on Twitter, Facebook. I need to see progression, like actual rise in followers and stuff, because that's that values success apparently in the modern age of social media. Review us, please. Yes. Um, Give us a review. If not, I don't. I do care actually. Um, anyway, we're gonna go now. Now, if you still listen to this, you're a bit of a pussy. Bye. Bye. You suck, Nat. Lol.